Welcome to the Speak Your Peace podcast. My name is Ian McDonald. Thank you for joining us this evening. Uh, back on the pod this week, Scott Conkin. Scott, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing well. I'm hey, I'm excited to be here. It's going to be a really good pod. I can feel. I just feel the energy coming tonight. It's going to be good. So it's all about the vibes. It's all about the vibes. Uh, joining us, this is his first time on the Speak Your Peace podcast. Is our good friend Hunter Werner. Hunter, how are you tonight? Uh, I'm doing fantastic, Ian. Thanks for asking. I'm excited to be here for my first time. And uh, yeah, excited to talk some TikTok, talk some sports, you know, and, uh, you know, get the show on the road. Yeah, we we should get the show on the road. We've been bullshitting for a little too long here. Uh, We should first mention, though, today is Tiger Woods and his car crash this morning. Um, Seriously fucked up situation with that just of him rolling over the hill and i don't know if you've seen the video or the the photos of his car uh absolutely totaled apparently he wasn't impaired he just i guess speeding or something and yeah distracted who knows lucky to be alive so prayers to him and his family and hopefully he's he's a golf god i hope he's back on the course soon and hopefully we'll see him the sooner the better i hope for a speedy recovery and hope he'll do okay I was going to say, you can't count out Tiger. He's come too far to, like, not recover at this point. Uh, hopefully it goes well for him. Again, rooting for you, Tiger. Hopefully it goes well. Um, so let's get into it. Um, so, Hunter, you go to UBCO. You, uh, yeah. you're, in, you're in Kelowna. What are, you, what are you taking at UBCO? Or what are you doing at the University of British Columbia Okanagan? Uh, I am a fourth year mechanical engineering student at UBCO. Um, and, uh, I, that's about it. That's what I do out here. Don't sound too excited about it. What has been the most, uh, what, it, what has been the most exciting moment for you so far at UBCO? Oh, geez. Uh, that's a, that's a question. I mean, I would definitely say it would be something first year, um, to pin it down to one, PG 13 moment is a, is a <laughs> one for sure. Um, I might have to go with, I'm going to go with a classic, you know, there's a lot of people that might be telling me otherwise Hunter, remember this time Hunter, remember this time, but good old fashioned shower chair. I don't know if you guys have ever had a chair in the shower, a nice tall high chair bar stool type chair <laughs> in a shower. You can reach some areas. You can shave some areas very cleanly, and <laughs> be. I can. I can promise you, you will drink beers in the shower ninety percent more efficiently. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I would say that is impressive to do in in residence dorms at UBCO. The, the shower, small showers, and it's like it's it's yeah. like a good tight space. And um, tight. So yeah, I honestly I miss my shower chair every single day. I shower standing up. And it's, uh, you know, I, I, I think about the good times. You know? <laughs> so that, that's, that would have to be the PG-13 highlight. So, um, oh, so shower chair, I've never heard of that before. That is a brand new concept to me. Is well, putting a, a shower. It, is, it is a bold concept for sure. I will. I, you know, I've never seen that on HGTV. That's probably why um, it's new to me. I don't see it on any like those home decorating yeah, shows or home- anything like that. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the Renault people like don't want you to know about these. But it's, more <laughs> the, it's what it's what the media doesn't want you to hear. Okay, so it's a more it's like more of an aftermarket thing. It's like you know, you, it's like 
it's like equipping NAS on your car. Like no car you buy has like a fucking NAS button that you can zoom on. Like <laughs> that's not street legal. This is the same thing. That's not bathroom legal, but if the NAS makes the car go faster, the chair makes the shower better. No, it's like those couples who um, like they buy a home, but they also are like going to put another hundred grand into the home to do rentals. And that's where that hundred grand goes to. Is, yeah, yeah. It's like dead bolting a chair into the shower. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's a great idea. I think everyone should like, should at least try it once, you know, it's like, yeah, uh, give it a shot. I've seen in some bathrooms, like they have like the shower and then you have like a little bench at the end where you can put like your shampoo and stuff. Yeah, in that's, and the, uh, that's the handicap. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that they, before. I've, I've seen like, those ones before. Um, that, that is good. But the one downside I find to that, seat's too low. It's a low <laughs> when they do that. You want to be high in the air. You want, you almost want to be at like eye level with the, um, the uh whatchamacallit shower faucet yeah with the the shower head so that you can really like like it's spraying right at at your chest and you're drinking beers up here you're above and then you go down (laughs) rinse back up you're above the water level like you're you're living on cloud nine um and so yeah shower chair i think is uh yeah hey patent you have to get into it there you go so is that the peak of existence for you is shower chair? I wouldn't say the peak of existence, <laughs> but it's pretty damn close. I don't think humans can achieve something that is higher than that. I mean, Elon Musk with all his crazy inventions might one day, but until that day comes, I mean, you know, call me when he's got a chair in his shower. <laughs> so I guess we should get into one of the main reasons why you're here. Right. You're. You, would you consider yourself TikTok big? No, not at all. No, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. You're not. You're not up there with the Addison Rays and the Billios. I'm, I'm not up there with the greats yet. You know. Um, because I'm just. I got your TikTok pulled up here. You currently oh. got a little over. Uh, well, close to two thousand followers. Over seventy thousand likes. Close to seventy-one thousand likes. Um, you have two videos. Yeah, one with 220,000 uh, views, 141,000 views on another one. Talk about your uh, your TikTok success and how you got here. I mean, I love my fans. I credit all my all my success to my fans. <laughs> and my fans being mainly goth girls, bisexual of that kind. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I've got a lot of DMs from good-looking goth girls. Some less good-looking goth girls, but I owe most of my success to, um, for some reason, goth girls are into uh, what they call golden retriever boys, and I fit the description. So, I mean, I really <laughs> just capitalized on an investment right there, and I don't, I, I feel like I won the lottery. There's no other way to put it. All, so, won the, won the lottery, of course, by being on the podcast, not having all these fans. This oh, Cassie, oh, right good save. That's a, that's, a, that's a good good plug, good save. Um, cause yeah. I, well, I was gonna say, I mean, have you, you you've talked about an investment with TikTok? Has this investment led to any sort of relationship, potential post-COVID meetings, hangouts, any any sort of thing like that? Um, well, not yet, but I mean, not to say that it won't. 
But as of right now, you know, the TikTok for you page is, as said, for you. So I'm showing up on goth girls TikTok pages because it's most likely goth girls come across my video, right? And goth girls, they don't really have a region. They don't have a country of origin. You know, uh, it's not a religion. And it's, you know, goth girls are all over the place, all over the world. I've got some follows from uh, from lots of different countries. So, you know, it's not that we're not going to get some goth girls in Kelowna. It's just that I haven't appeared on their For You page yet. And so therefore, I mean, you know, I'm not going to, I've got a couple, you know, in the States and stuff, but it's like, what am I going to do about it? I, orders are closed, you know, unless I want to quarantine. So, so what you're saying is that you appeal to a certain lifestyle and that's what's getting you these fans and these viewers is because people like your stuff and they like the, you know, golf girls like you as a person. That <laughs> I mean, um, not just me. Like I've, I've seen a lot of comments on my page from other boys like me commenting, Hey, I'm looking for a goth girl. And then boom, goth girl replies to their comment. Um, I'm goth girl. And then all of a sudden I'm like, Whoa, I am Tinder. This is a new power. <laughs> I, I am a social media. So, I mean, that's really what if to me, that's what it is to be an influencer. Um, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I try not to post uh, too much exclusively goth girl content because obviously <laughs> I could become a goth girl fan page if I wanted to at this point. And then, because I could, you you can obviously, once you get a high, you can keep riding that high very easily on TikTok. I did that with the second video that got a lot of views, but I'm like, you know what? I want to expand myself. I want to get into more territories of the game and really um, round myself out as an influencer, if that makes any sense to you guys. No, so what I, does the, go, I was gonna say, go ahead, Scott. No, I just, I like, I like your mindset and your thinking behind that. I think it's really cool that you're like trying to expand. You're kind of like what we're doing with Speak Your Peace here. We're trying to expand and broaden our horizons in, in this, if you will. Like, and I, I really think it's really cool that you're doing that with your TikTok page as well. It's cool, cool to see. Thank you, thank you very much. Well, I, I wanted to ask, what's the future for Hunter Brenner's TikTok? What, what's that going to look like here? Oh, geez. See, I mean, it's all, I mean, it's all the way the trends go. I mean, I don't make the trends. I just, I just occasionally do them if it's something that fits my fancy. You know, if I'm, if I'm Corvette, Corvette one day, I'm Corvette, Corvette that day. You know, all I can say, I might be renegade the other day. Like those things happen, but you know, whatever audios are popping sometimes it's just whatever pops up on my for you page like i only made that first goth girl video because i saw a guy a blonde gamer boy who looked like me had a bisexual uh alt um goth girl girlfriend and then she was like oh my god i love my gamer uh golden retriever boy and i was like hey i want one of those that looks cool so I'm like, and then that audio, I saw someone else do a TikTok with that audio. I put two and two together. Bada bing, bada boom. Here we are. <laughs> so I, cause I, I could say, do you have a favorite trend, obviously outside of like golden retriever boy? Yeah, yeah. Big bank, big bank. Big, trend. You like big bank big bank trend. Now, do you like that because you like what you see with the big bank trend or do you I don't like know what it? You're talking about. No. Okay. Um, because 
I, I, I like to, like, obviously I'm not a TikTok star by any means. I literally just do anything that suits my interest and I might just delete it at some point. But it's interesting to hear. Uh, You've seen those. Yeah. And I'm interested to see um, what you have coming up in your future because I feel like there's potential uh, here. Ooh, I actually, I have a couple videos in my draft that I, I'm like on the fence about posting, not for any particular reason being on the fence. It's just like, oh, um, like, you know, like, it's just like, sometimes it takes, I'm a busy guy. It takes a minute to like, put it together. So like the idea is in my head and I'm like, okay, I'm going to make that. Or like, I'll just make a quick version and not like actually like type out the things as captions and stuff. All the subtitles and that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah, I'm not going to put the effort in yet. And then it's just like, kind of, you know, gets out of hand a little bit not out of hand but you know it's like oh that's a later problem so i got some in my drafts that are coming soon i might even explore uh creating my own audio soon you know making big moves uh it'll be probably low quality but you know sometimes if there's a lyric in a song that really speaks to you and you feel like it kind of transcends you're like oh yeah i can use this for so many situations maybe i'll toss it on tiktok maybe my audio will blow up you know could be something uh could be something cool. You're 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 just all over the place. Like you, there's oh, yeah. limitless potential here for you with TikTok, and I, I, we're excited hey, I for that. Big, I'm a big TikTok advocate. I think any everybody who's trying to do something social, you know, should be doing it on TikTok. Uh, you reach out to very random people, um, and you know. Yeah, I remember back in the summer when you were telling me to go big on TikTok, and it's just like I don't know seems like those numbers seem a little bit fake and it's like no everybody's doing it and then you just get over like 200 like 20,000 views on one post so it's just like yeah Yeah, it might work oh I mean I I follow quite a few like sports guys that just will do like a 30 second 20 second little talk about like you know they'll be like oh I just watched this basketball game they'll give the little recap and I see that's getting like 20,000 likes I see guys that I'm like oh I'm sure this guy will appear on like a sports center thing or something like that, just because of all this following he has on TikTok, that will probably transcend to his Instagram and to his YouTube that I'm sure he has linked, you know, or his podcast or whatever um, route he's taking. I was going to say my favorite TikTok probably of all time. I don't know if you, I don't know if you follow Chase Claypool, who's a uh, Pittsburgh. Follow Chase, yes. Yes. One of the, uh, he did a stitch with James Charles and uh, like, I don't know if you've seen that one where like James is, doing their thing and chase is just like yeah no not today not today and <laughs> i just laugh because it's like that dude is, was it i think it was it was one of james's thirst trap videos yes it was yeah. i didn't want i didn't want to i didn't want to uh, explain it too much of course but just, yeah yeah of course of course but just 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 checking we're on the same page there i think yeah, I, I, yeah. Think I did saw that see that video uh speaking yeah. of do you have tiktok up right now uh i don't i just put my phone down so okay wait did you see do you follow the bills page by chance? I don't follow the bills. No, but I've seen like some of their stuff has come up in my for you. Did you see what they're post today? Uh, no, I have not. Should I oh, take pull a that up? They are pull you that up? like trade, trade rumors central, man. I most swear recent, if it's about Russell most, Wilson, I'm going to. No, no, no. Most re- the bills been there. Josh, I, I'm tired of that. people telling me about Russell Wilson rumors. Oh, it's the most recent. Oh. Satisfied. I'm always safe for Buffalo, trusting and believing in them. They talk what I can do on the field and believe in that. So 
available for everyone. And with all his success in Buffalo, Diaz is still missing one thing. Catch us, Greg. Share this with all your friends to totally coconut America. Uh, you just got coconut mauled again. I got coconut mauled. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. I really well, I got coconut mauled earlier because I thought the Bills were trading Stephon Diggs. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is Bill's TikTok page. Like, it looks like this is legit. Trade. This is this, this is seriously like happening. Stephon Diggs. Like, no way. And then I, you know, coconut mauled. We could go, we could have a whole conversation about our favorite Internet memes. Uh, one, I think they posted on their TikTok. I don't know if you uh, saw it, but the Arizona Coyotes. Um who uh, they were just finishing off. Like they played seven games in a row against the St. Louis blues. Uh, And they did uh, a a clip from a SpongeBob episode where uh, they, uh, Mr. Krabs just like, and we'll meet again the next day and the next day and the next day. And, and and I was like, that one is really funny. I really, that one I I really enjoyed. enjoyed, Yeah. No, there, I mean, I, I enjoyed the, uh, the sports pages and stuff. And like the uh, actual teams getting in on the trends, I mean, it's a good good place to be. I mean, they they make me laugh. I love the Detroit Detroit uh, Lions of all teams. They comment on everything. They are everywhere. They they do not miss a beat the Detroit Lions, which is actually no. surprising considering the because they they miss a lot of beats in games. Yes, uh, they do. Um, uh, speaking of missing beats, um, we should discuss the SYP fights because Gabe oh, yes. Gabe Krizanowski clearly missed a beat with what we were going with with his proposed fight with uh, um, SYP creator Kevin. Uh, because I don't know if you saw that. Where uh, I'll pull that up, but uh, G- Gabe essentially said something along the lines of, "Who came up with this idea?" Right. Um, he commented that, and then. I, I don't know who did come up with the idea. I don't know the origins I, of the story. This I did. I just all, came up with all, all you? This is all my idea. So, yeah, Gabe said, how did this become a thing? And I replied, because we made it a thing, obviously. And Gabe said, our dads definitely messaged you about this. And um, Which also does bring up a good point out of who would win uh, SYP creator uh, Dennis or SYP creator... Uh, oh, 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 I mean that would be an uh, intense fight. That I can't. Pick, I, I, I can't. I can't pick against either of them. I know them. Too. I I really can't either. I I think that in that fight ends in a knockout either way. Um, but as far I can I can speak on Kevin versus Gabe. That yeah, one, what are, yeah. What are your Kevin versus Gabe thoughts? I I just think Ian, with the way you're setting this fight up, you know, got. We got Gabe on, in one corner and Kevin in the other. And I just feel like this is like a who's better, like Luka Doncic or like LeBron. You're disrespecting LeBron by putting Luka in the same category as him. I get it. He's on the come up. You know, he's balling out. But Kevin is one of the all-time greats, okay? You, you're, you're slandering his name right now. This man is built shoulders like a truck okay he's a wide man i have seen him bench a lot of weight i've seen him squat a lot of weight i've seen him deadlift a lot of weight the man is quick he's agile okay and like i'm not i'm not hating on gabe gabe's on the come up you know he's he's feeling himself he's balling out in his own regard but like to compare him with an all-time great like kevin i just i just don't know if i can i just can't bet against kevin like that you know, like, now, now, 
the one the one pushback I got from this was that Kevin did set like track records at House Sound. Or yeah. was Don Ross or Don, Don Ross. Ross. It was not that's, record. Record. that's not, true. Let's let's not let's not blow it out of proportion. It's, You're the one who's defending Kevin here. I'm just oh, saying. I am. Like, I am. I'm saying he's got the speed. I'm just saying to put it as records is kind of insinuating his records transcend um grades whereas like he was the fastest grade eight ever to go through don ross it wasn't like that it was just like oh yeah oh okay this sounds this sounds like someone's got some beef with kevin about eight grade eight tracks let me explain the situation so on in if you guys remember at don ross there was a board it had like the fastest six lap times the fastest like four whatever it was two lap four lap six lap kevin wasn't actually first there was i think it was two other names hunter i think yours was one of them and Kevin uh, was, I think I the six lap, I was one of them. And top of the leaderboard was a outstanding athlete by the name of Casper Woolley, Casper Woolley believe, yeah. who was faster than Kevin. Yep. So Kevin didn't break records. He was fast. Don't get me wrong. He but that, but he okay, okay. So that, record shattering fast. So that's misinformation I received then. Oh yeah, and he, that, he he will he will he will he will keep that lie to, with him to the grave. Even when I talk to him about it, he's like, no 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 no, I was top, and I'm like, I don't think so. Okay, all right. That's what I want. He did go to Sentinel at, at, in grade nine, so it kind of it kind of blurs everything, you know. That's just what I, that's just what I wanted to know because I got like I was told I was wrong because Kevin, you know, broke records. It's what I was told at Don He's Ross. Okay, well, I just want to know. Um, but, so, but you're still, but you you still are, like, but Kevin still, I think, is in a different weight class than Gabe. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah, they're definitely different weight class. Yeah. Definitely okay. different weight class. And I just think, like, all I'm saying is we have a Kevin, we have a K5 in fitness. We got a Kiefer fitness. I don't, I don't see, I didn't, I don't see a Gabe Krasinowski fitness. I don't think you need to have an Instagram fitness page to be in shape. Mm, I think you do. I mean, is that I don't, why I don't, is that why I don't have one? I don't have one either. No, neither do I. And exactly. Chuck, well, Scott, so, Scott's probably the best shape out of like all of us. I would, and I haven't seen you in a while, Hunter, since we went golfing. Well, but define best shape. That's 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 up. That's very up in the air in terms of like muscle, like and strength. Definitely not me. Without it, without it out, it's far and away not me for sure. I don't lift that much, but cardio, maybe. Again, it's hard to compare because some people are phenomenal athletes, and I'm like nothing. You're you're trying to get that Colby Covington uh, porn star cardio. Is that what you're aiming for, Scott? That's what I, that's what I'm hearing out of you. That's John, not, what I, not what I said, but okay. But but Hunter, so who should Scott fight? Because that's been kind of one of our dilemmas here at SYP is trying to figure out who Scott should fight. I think I think I think Scott. How much do you weigh? One sixty plus a few pounds, give or take. I think you and Keith would personally be a good fight, or you and Gabe would also be a good fight if we're. Keith's like half the size of me. See, that's yeah, the problem. That's yeah, the, he's half your. He's 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 a lot shorter than you. Yes. But weight wise, I think you stack up with Keith. Keith's yeah. Keith's low to the ground. You know, he he'd be hard to topple over. That's true. true. So so Keith versus Scott. We we we've, we've talked about Kevin versus Gabe. Um, Obviously, I think we maybe discussed Rav versus Ray at one point. I can't remember who Rav was going <laughs> to fight, but uh, 
Rav would also be in there. Is there any other like just like fights you'd I, like I, to I, see? I mean, I think we're forgetting the very obvious one: Jeremy versus Ian. That's the very obvious. That's, main, the, that's, that's the, the obvious choice there. That's the main we've, event. We've been trying to set this up for years, but because I'm so fucking fat, I haven't been able to get down to anybody's level to uh, to make it happen. But that's okay. I'm not complaining. Just yeah, complain. Well, I mean, I don't think I'm in anybody's weight class right now either. What do you? What? Uh, I think I'm about like two twenty, two twenty five. Okay, I'm I'm one I'm one ninety right now. Oh, holy moly. See, I wouldn't want to be any like one sixty. Just seems like a lot. Like I would, I like to have like I've always considered myself like a big guy. Like that's one sixty is like a lot of a cut, if you know what I mean. Like that seems like a oh, lot of weight. Wait, I couldn't cut to one sixty. Like I would, I, like I I'd be happy. I'd, I'd be happy at one ninety two hundred because I feel like a big guy and I have to like live up to you know the the big guy stand the Matthew Kachuk the, standards. The, the BMOC. You are you are the BMOC. Well, no, no, I'm not the BMOC now. According to my father, I'm now the BMOS, the big man on screen, because we are not going to campus. <laughs> or at least I'm not going to campus. So I'm right, the big man so. on screen, the BMOS. No, comes a smart man. All right, BMOS. All right. Um, but yeah, no, I don't think I could cut to that little of a weight. I think I have a. I think I have a very accurate representation of what. I could cut to, and I think I could cut to about 174 would be. That's very precise. So who do you, who do you think you have a, a shot at fighting yourself here? Like who there, do I there's have a couple, shot at fighting? Who do you, or, yeah. Who do you or, think you would, who would you, okay. Two questions. Who do you think you could fight and who do you want to fight? Cause those are obviously two different questions. Who do you think you could fight? Who do you want to fight? Uh, both of those, I, I would, I would love to fight Kevin. I was just, uh, praising him, but that's in comparison to Gabe, who is a smaller opponent. I would love to see him take on Kevin to take on me. I think I could knock Kevin out. No problem. Oh. So, Kevin. so, so you, but so you think you can knock out Kevin easily and you think you could also knock out Gabe easily then I'm, I'm also guessing. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just a bigger body. Okay. I got, I got, I got, I got arm. I got length on both of them. I don't know if you know this, but I have a six foot three wingspan. Um, I'm very close to be. I very close to being able to dunk a basketball. I could dunk a basketball in grade twelve. Um, so I got the athleticism. I've been hitting the gym lots. Um, what's your favorite yeah. workout? What What's your go to workout? By the way, do you are you a legs guy? That's one of my favorite ones. As a legs guy, are you a legs oh, guy or what? Do you- I can I can I can crush some legs. No problem. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, 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 so you think you can KO both Kevin and Gabe? Not at the same time. I mean, maybe. No, this isn't a two versus one hey, handicapper. I mean, no tag team w, uh, WWE style. This isn't, a, this isn't a triple threat match for the oh, SYP Interno- Intercontinental Championship. Well, I mean, I think I would lose to The Rock, but it would be close. Um, uh arnold of course it would be pretty close but he's old so i'd take him out no problem uh saquon barkley <laughs> i gotta give myself the edge again on that one um cam newton i'm picking me uh lebron <sighs> slightly i'll slightly give lebron the edge honestly um but besides that you know i'm taking names and uh kicking ass so, ben roethlisberger oh geez how tall is he? He's got to be six. He's, he's six five. At least. He's six oh. five. He, but he, here's the thing: he's obviously old and decrepit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's tall and fat. Uh, he's got. He's got. He's got injury history. I can. That's I can just it. That. I can play to that. 
you you kind of you kind of just we fight dirty here on SYP. Okay? I, I was gonna say we no, you de- definitely leg chops, like definitely oh, leg yeah, kicks. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be hitting this calf. I'm gonna be hitting the ACL, MCL, whatever it takes. <laughs> so. I guess we should move on to some football talk then because we've been bringing up athletes and football uh, players, noteworthy football players even. Right. Uh, Hunter, who do you support, by the way? Support? Uh, oh, Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos. Okay, because I was going to say, Scott, we've, I'm obviously a Seahawks fan. We've had Patriots fans on here. We've had Steelers fans on here. Um, I think maybe we've even had some. Uh, 49ers fans you on let, here. You let Patriots fans come on here, Ian. One of my bu- one of my buddies, Jevin. Uh, he left side heavy podcast. Go check him out. Uh, Pat's fan. Um, I kind of knew that coming on to the pod, so like right. it was kind of. So, he's got a Red Sox. I got I, I got a friend who's a Boston Bruins fan, so it's it's it all evens out. Are Boston sports fans the worst, or is that Philly? No, no, Boston. Boston's weird. Are too, Boston sports in general are just too good. Think of the Red Sox, great, historically great team. You think of the Celtics, historically great team. Think of New England, Patriots, historically great team. Like, they're just too lucky out there. And the I was going to say, it's been – Like, they're just all historically great teams. Like, you can't – Within the last 20 years, not his – Like, obviously, the Red Sox went, like, 100 years without winning a World Series. But, like, in, like, the last 20 years, I should say. Last, yeah, but we still won- an iconic baseball team, like, no matter what. Oh, sure, yeah. They make, yeah, they like, third house money. winning, but, like – yeah, they're they're just a very good team within the last twenty years. All of them. so, going back to your Broncos, how would you rate this season as a Bron- out of five stars? Give your Big Eats five star review of the Denver Broncos season. Five star review. Oh, geez, uh, of the season that just ended, or like coming season just season that just ended. Um, I'll give it a three star, honestly. Uh, okay, I, I, they went. Four and 12, five and 11, I think. Uh, not a good season, but like they weren't trying to have a good season. So, you know, that's okay. Let the young players, you know. They're also in a really good division, too. Think yeah, about the Chiefs and the Raiders, and obviously. And the, yeah. the, um, the Chargers are pretty good themselves, too. Obviously, not, they didn't have a great year, but like in that division, the Broncos are obviously rebuilding team. And like, yeah. yeah. So I, I'll, I'll give it a three star on the, uh, the Broncos season. I, I should say um, before this season wasn't too high on the Broncos for obvious reasons yet. I still drafted uh, Melvin Gordon fantasy this year and I drafted Jerry Judy in fantasy this year. Um, not awful selections. And it gave me a reason to watch the Broncos. So, I mean, wasn't, you know, wasn't a, I'm not uh, here's the thing. I'm not totally against the Broncos. I just know that they're not that good, and Von Miller might be out the door too. And it's kind of like, yeah, I don't know what the direction is. Yeah, they're they're all over the place. I mean, like, I'm I'm fine cheering for uh, a team that's tanking or just you know. But what I really think they need to do, like they they're starting Drew Lock, right? Or they did this season. It's they'll probably will next season unless they pick someone up in free agency or make a trade. You know, Deshaun Watson always looking nice, of course. I, but I made, I, I made, I made that kind of like inference like a few weeks ago when I was talking football with my buddy Jack. I'm like, you know, the Broncos could be players here with with Deshaun. It's not. It's not. It's not out of the picture. Yeah, but it's definitely I mean, like a ten to, ten to one shot of like the Broncos getting like. Watson. Yeah, yeah, but what I like, I think they keep. I mean, they keep bringing in bums. 
not to disrespect anyone that they've brought in after paid Manning's retirement, uh, the GOAT certified. But after he retired, they brought brought in Joe Flacco. I mean, past his prime, like he got he lost his starting jo- job to Lamar. After that, you know, they were just kind of like they're trying. I, I think what they're trying to do is they're trying too hard to find their Patrick Mahomes slash slash Russell Wilson, their third, second, third, fourth round draft pick. That is a gem. You know, they keep trying to find these gems in the later rounds. Just, you know, trade up for a guy that you like, you know, the top prospects are top prospects for a reason. Um, I feel like they keep trying to like find guys in the later rounds that, you know, have downsides, have upsides and like trying to work them into great quarterbacks, which isn't a bad move, but you know, they've been trying to do that for a while and nobody's really quite panned out. So I can't believe I thought Trevor Simeon was legit, even though his name was like very close to semen. I mean, I th- that was most of the reason I was cheering for him. Yeah. yeah. I, and, and Paxton Lynch, I thought he was like going to be something and turns out he was nothing. Yeah. They, um, they, all their quarterbacks they've brought in, you know, have kind of been just like not the highest, like, like rated guys out of college. I mean, they're, good quarterbacks, you know, to make it to the NFL is an incredibly hard challenge, but like to become a starter in the NFL, you know, like starting quarterback that can win a playoff series or win a playoff game, you know, like it's not, it's not every guy. No. And you know, we'll see if the Broncos, I mean, next year again, like the chiefs are obviously going to be really good. I don't know what the Raiders are going to do with Derek Carr. I like Derek Carr. I, I think, think Derek Carr is a good quarterback. I, I think he's really good. I, I want to believe in Gruden, even with all like the missteps that they've had, the chargers are the chargers until they prove otherwise. Well, the chargers, wait, uh, the chargers, um, Herbert won, uh, Justin Herbert won offensive rookie of the year. I mean, he, he's really oh yeah no he, he's no slum like he's actually like a really he's legit he was a, he's legit yeah uh and the chargers hot take also have like the best uniform combinations of all time uh like yeah, in, they... fo- in, fo- in football i should say obviously the best jersey of all time is the team usa like 1980 um miracle on ice jersey but in terms of football I, jerseys i think you mean the uh the raptors jerseys the purple people are so high on the Raptors. Their jerseys this year look really awful. No, yeah, this year they're not that great. I mean, honestly, out of out of all the jerseys, the fucking Vancouver, uh, Vancouver Grizzlies jerseys are probably they're, one of my all time. Yeah, actually, Hunter, by the way, in Kelowna, in uh, I think it's uh, Jersey City, they have a Mike Bibby jersey. That's they, they sell all those, they sell those Bibby jerseys, like at all, like the, the, the generic sport. Like there's a couple of Bibby jerseys at like the Foot Locker at Metro Town here and that sort of stuff. So, I mean, unless you're willing to pay two fifty three hundo for a Bibby jersey. I mean, it's like Grizzly jerseys are really nice. I'm just, I'm not that yeah, big of a nice fan. Jerseys. You know, wear over, wear over a hoodie at a party and then stand in the corner and drink. At the end. And not socialize to anyone, but Ian, you know. Ian's big hoodie guy. There you go. yeah. Um, so let's move it over to basketball then. Let's talk a little bit about basketball. Um, Raptors, better but still not good. Better for sure. I mean, they're they're making their way up. I mean, just above five hundred. So I mean, and in in the East, it's a uh, 
It's not that hard Dog to make shit. the playoffs. You know? Well, compared to the West, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. I think also, the fact is, like, the Raptors just started slow. And once they got Siakam and Ben Wheat and Lowry, some of these guys going, it's this is what it should be expected. They should finish middle of the pack towards the top of these. Yeah, teams. it's Definitely. like. Yeah, they should. I mean, I this is still all a kind of, they're still in the gradual decay of losing Kawhi, obviously. Um, but like when we got, acquired Kawhi, you know, we knew it was potentially a one-year thing. And then as we won the chip, so it was worth it. But then, you know, he left and it's like, oh, well, we're not that good at acquiring, like attracting free agents. And we traded away a guy we really liked in DeRozan. So we're going to kind of digress a little bit. But our young players that are improving are just going to keep us at that middle pack um, until, like, they either make the step to a superstar and stay with us or make the step to superstar and leave. Um, well, you know. part of it, too, I was going to say part of it, I I always wonder if, like, being in Tampa and being in Florida during a pandemic kind of has, like, some sort of impact on the team as well. Like, that's... Oh, yeah, that could have had a big impact on the start of the season, for sure. But like, and, now, I, and now they're starting to figure it out and starting to get kind of climatized to it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would say. But not to state the obvious here as well, but I think the having fans in Toronto is huge because you think about how loud yeah. that place is every every home game. It's nuts, and I can just I I've always wanted to go to a basketball game, and that would be the place where I'd want to go because it'd be nuts in there. So I think it's got a definitely has plays a role. Some you know, I person from speaking for experience, I loved playing in front of like for us and like 500 people in in squash in the rink there like that was unbelievable imagine like twenty thousand screaming fans just unreal so i think it's definitely a factor for sure for those guys yeah no i mean that the fans affect you know everyone and not being on your home court along mm-hmm. with not having fans like yeah you don't you don't even have fans outside the arena now they yeah. uh florida so like, what can you do? You just, just feels like you're playing a bunch of scrimmages. And so it probably, it's understandable that they had a slow start because, you know, they're just waiting to get into it. So, bit. well, I, w- I was going to, I wanted to throw it over because obviously that, yeah, fans, not having fans there sucks, but I wanted to throw over, one of you guys mentioned Kyle Lowry and I wanted to hear what your thoughts are, Hunter, on the internal SYP debate on who's the thickest dude in the NBA Kyle Lowry has got quite a bit of, you know, support. John Wall got quite a bit of support as well. Uh, Dwight Howard, um, Kelly Oubre. Uh, I don't think Kelly. I don't think whoever voted Kelly Oubre was actually looking at his butt. I mean, you can look at his butt. It's a great butt, but there are other features of Kelly Oubre that I would rather be staring at. Well, I think Kelly. I was gonna say I just said Kelly Oubre just because, like, overall, all around. All around, he, he he should be in the conversation if we're talking about yeah. things that turn us on. Um, but, yeah, I do agree. I think Kyle Lowry takes the cake, literally, and has the cake. Um, it shouldn't really be a debate at this point. It's like Kyle Lowry does have the fattest ass in the NBA. And, you know, I just – like, what else is there to say about that? Like, there are – if there are dedicated pages on Instagram and TikTok for a player's butt, um, like you can't argue with that. That's proven right there. That's like 
like ass is ass ass is ass like if you're talking about a draft (laughs) bust kyle lowry is not a draft bust okay if you're talking about a bust in my pants kyle lowry can make (laughs) that so (laughs) i was gonna say could they could the raptors like use is that part of like a trade asset it's just having a, a fat ass well honestly i've always came up with the points that kyle lowry there's a reason he takes so many charges Okay, it's because yeah, the largest cushions, like he's not. You see him take charges from six ten monstrous guys, and he just takes it because he knows. Oh, it's like I'm falling onto a mattress. It's it's for him. It's not the hardwood. Okay, everyone else, you know, hardwood NBA surface. Kyle Lowry takes the charge. Oh wait, what? Like I'm on the ground already. I didn't even notice cushions. So, I mean, there's a reason he takes all those charges. There's a reason he's so good at taking those charges. And so I feel like that aspect of his defensive game that, like, people know what he brings to the table, you know? The amount of people who I – I was going to say, the amount of people who I've uh, seen or heard who are, like, just sick and tired of Kyle Lowry charges is actually hilarious just because it's like – Yeah, this dude is just fucking fat, like – no wonder he's like getting so many charges. Well, I mean, he can he can take the charges no problem. I mean, so yeah, I I like it's good defense. I mean, it's part of the game, and in a in a league right now that there are so many fouls on the defense, so many free throws. Um, it's you know it's good to have that as something that the defense can do to stop those things. So I'm I'm okay with. All the charges Kyle Lowry takes, even if Kyle Lowry wasn't on the Raptors, wasn't on the team I'm cheering for, uh, you know, because there are guys that get to the free throw line so much that, you know, you got to have the defense has got to be able to do something to stop that. So speaking on that topic, uh, I wanted to get you guys' thoughts on Trey Young. I know Ian's laughing because he knew this might come up Um, on Trey Young and how like, do you think he's like ruining the game? I've seen this come up in a few places. Do you think he's doing way too much to get a foul well i mean were you on james harden's side when he was in houston was he i I was not this is just me speaking i was not that that was boring as fuck to watch i've never been to be honest i've never been a huge james harden fan i just don't like how he plays and i would take even the years he won mvp i would take braun durant curry okay well yeah i think those are Better. Those are all better players. Even like Damian, I'd take Damian Lillard over James Harden. How about that? No, I mean Dame's balling out this year, so. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I, I don't, I don't mind. I'll start with James Harden because James Harden, when he was doing MVP things in his MVP year and the year that he maybe should have won MVP, but Giannis won. Um, I mean, he, like, he was playing winning basketball while doing that. And he led his team to the fourth seed. And that was when Chris Paul was injured. And I mean, yes, it slows down the game. Um, Do I think it's ruining the game of basketball? No, I don't. Just because like it, it takes defender, like it takes a lot of skill to get defenders to bite. It's the fact that he has all these weapons at his disposal. That's making them bite. It's that, Oh, they're worried. He's going to, you know, step back three. So they got to be guarding him close, but also he's so quick with the blow, blow by that. That's what's making them foul so much. 
you know, because they're scared of how, of how much of a threat he is on the offensive side. Um, same with Trey Young. Trey Young is incredibly talented. Um, you know, he, he can do whatever he wants with the ball. Same with a Kyrie Irving type where he can blow by you very quickly, can step back and shoot it. He Like, he can get himself an open shot when he needs it. And so he knows, the defender knows that, and he's just kind of playing it that way get a couple get a couple fouls and then he's like okay now the defender can't press up on me quite as much I can make more I can do more of these step backs I have a bit more uh room to shoot it and um yeah I mean I think it's all part of the game so I don't think it's ruining the game um but I could see a rule change happening within the next three or four years something that will kind of like deter deter the players from I like that actually yeah Getting like something about, you know, uh, you can't really do it. A defender has his own free path once he's in the air. Cause if you get the defender in the air, but like something along those lines where when the defender is the, in the air, you can't directly go underneath them and yeah. on you while you shooting intentionally go out. Like you have to stay in your own shooting path when you're going up. You can't like, like turn and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. something about shooting yeah. path or yeah. Okay. I can see a rule change happening, but um, I don't think that those guys are doing it like too much to as much as like they're abusing right. um, it. It's just so that the defend, like when the defender's playing them super tight because of all the weapons they have, they need to be able to do something to have some space on the floor. You know, that, that getting a def- the defender a foul is something that will obviously like, you know, make them back up a bit and then they're like okay now i have some room to do you know to actually play some basketball i i just wanted to say part of my thing with Harden is just it's not winning basketball in the playoffs like when you when half like when the foul calls are half of what they are in the regular season it just doesn't happen it doesn't work um and i like i like I don't know. I like Trey Young. I think he's a really talented player. I think Harden's a really talented player. It's just playing that kind of way, I don't think wins you a championship. But that's well, just I mean, me personally. In, yeah, in the postseason, obviously, refs call less and less. But if we look back at – I'm not going to speak on Trey Young's success uh, yet because, I mean, he doesn't have any playing for the Hawks, which is not the best team they're doing okay this year. Um but and, no, cons- and considering he scores most of his points in garbage time too. Yeah, never never really been uh, in the playoffs. But to speak to James Harden, last year, Rockets went seven games and then won that series and then lost to the Lakers. Lakers were a better team. I mean, it doesn't – I don't think that came down to James Harden's style of play. I think it's just the Lakers were better. No, in that no, in that case, the Lakers were like the Lake. I don't. Yeah. No matter what happened, I think the Lakers were going to. Yeah, play the and Rockets I mean, the year before that, who was who did the Rockets get knocked out by? The year before was that, that the Golden State one? Or no, uh, that was Portland. They they got knocked out by. Uh, um, I want to say it was maybe Utah. Was that Donovan Mitchell? Might have been Don. It might have been. I think it was Golden State. I think. Well, I'm just recalling the year before that. It was yes. Chris Paul game six got yeah. injured and yes. then game seven missed all the shots and it's like well they were that close to winning against a team as good as golden state and so james harden like can play winning basketball in the playoffs it's just it's 
you know, nothing's gone right for him yet. I mean, now he's on a team, obviously, with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, and I pick them to win just because they're pretty much unstoppable offensively. Yeah, no one's figured that one out, have they? No no one you, seemed to... You can't figure that out. They they won't figure that out. Um, yeah, no, one, no one's going to punish them because they don't have... I mean, no one's going to pun- punish them because the Nets are just going to score more. I think I think Kyrie, Durant, and Harden are combining for something like 80 points a game. Yeah, that sounds about right. It, it's ridiculous how well they're doing. And, like, I don't know. When they're, doing the best that, team? And when they're doing that, every single role player on the floor, every time they shoot the ball, it's a wide-open shot. And, NBA, and a player in the NBA – generally knocks open what knocks down wide open shots well i was going to say just from like the 76ers perspective like because i think the 76ers are the second best team in the east like give mb 40 points a game let's say if they meet in a series and mb gets 40 against them doesn't really matter because they have the nets have like irving harden durant like they have 80 points and yeah, they have 80 points in the bag realistically even with how terrible their defense is you only yeah. need you only need 120 points to win a game. Can the rest of your good role players like DeAndre Jordan and Joe Harris? I think yeah, Joe Harris is still on the team, right? Joe Harris is still on the team. Yeah, um, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, but they're good role players. Can the rest of them combine for 40 points and the bench? Uh, yeah, they should easily be able to combine for that many points, and they should be winning games. And they are. They're a very good team. So any other any other basketball hot takes or just things you want to NBA related you want to say before we move on here? Because I mean the Raptors jersey stink. Uh the Lakers lost to the Wizards last night. I was watching that. That was a fuck up of a game at the end. Can't get anything going offensively. Wizards may be good, question mark. Maybe that's the takeaway I should have for that game. The Wizards are good. Uh Russell Westbrook back in his MVP uh MVP prime self. Uh Davis Burke to go for uh Come back of the year, maybe. Yeah, come back of the year. Uh, maybe get MIP. Um, yeah, maybe. Sure. Yeah. No, uh, let's see. Basketball hot takes. Um, I don't know who who do you think is gonna win MVP this year? Uh, I said LeBron at the beginning of the year, and I'm still sticking with. I think uh, actually the odds for LeBron are better now than at the beginning of the season. I just said like yeah. LeBron, like he's just gonna make it about him, not make it about himself because obviously he's got a bunch but, of like, you know teammates. the NBA is good at making stories. The NBA NFL is the same as thing as they're good at making these stories, and a lot of times the stories around around LA and LeBron uh, kind of drag the center. So even if that you don't think he's gonna win, it's they still like to put him up in the odds because of he's LeBron and he is the best player in the world. Well, part of it is just the NBA and the NFL know how to sell entertainment, something that yeah. hockey and baseball doesn't know how to do. That's but, true. but also it's just like LeBron. I think there's a legacy thing with him too this year with Jordan and like trying to go like chase rings and MVPs and all that. I like, I don't know how much that's, playing into it but i think there is some of that that's happening this year where it's like yeah because i'm doing it a little bit where he want well he wants to you know say that he's won the toughest championships like last year he'll argue that last year was one of the toughest in a pandemic and he came back down three one against gold like he, that's what he, i think he's trying to go for and then of course this season with all the shit that's going on this season he's just gonna say yeah you know won another tough championship and i was the mvp of that season 
It's about cementing his legacy. I, I, I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. I think LeBron's. LeBron's well, I, I, I think they're moving away. Uh, I don't. I can see LeBron getting it, but it is contingent on the Lakers being the number one seed. I think they're gonna what they've done for the last couple of years. What they're gonna, I think, continue to do is move away from uh, it being a um, opinion award to who is the best player on the best team. Um, I think that's what it's been coming down to and what it's going to keep coming down to in the future. So if the Lakers have the best record, yeah, I think it will be LeBron. Um, it'll be interesting though, because they've been doing best player on the best team, but let's say the Nets have the best record. And can you really say one of those guys is the most valuable to their team? Because even if it was just two of them, they'd probably still be there, you know? Well, they'll probably lose, like, they'll lose each other votes because people will be split between, like, oh, who's, you know, is yeah, Harry. That's very, that very well could, be, exactly. could be the sitch exactly. if, if they have the best record. And that's why I like how hockey does it with the Ted Lindsay and the Hart Memorial because the Hart's actually for the most valuable player to their team, whereas yeah. Ted Lindsay's for the purely best player. And that's why McDavid wins the Ted Lindsay every second year or every year at this point. Right. Um, but it, the, the actual Hart, depends on the year it depends on who, who what teams are playing and stuff so I, I would say right now it's i don't know it always just feels like it's well i shouldn't say always just this year it's been it feels like it's between like luca Giannis, and lebron and because luca started off slow and the bucks are maybe a, a third team in the east they're third in the east right now yeah they're 19 yeah. and 13 right now which isn't by any means super impressive for a box team with a superstar player. So who else are you going to give it to? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you, there are lots of other guys that are incredibly good. Dame's balling out. If he drags his team to a uh, top four seed in the West, I could see them giving it to him. Um, yeah, but he plays in Portland. They'll probably not give it, you know, they don't know where Portland is. So the media probably won't give that to him. Hey, bro, liberals love Portland. It's where uh, things are legal. Oh, oh, I know, but they don't, like, they never, nobody on the East Coast knows where Oregon is. Like, they no, they no, just no. think it, they just think it's, like, some, like, fantasy universe in Oregon that's, like, yeah, 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 yeah. In I, I know, I know one thing they do know. They know Dame Time. All right? They know Dame Time. Should we, should we move on to the mailbag? Let's do mailbag, yeah. yeah the mailbag. All right, so this one, uh, probably more for Scott and myself, because Hunter, you're not the biggest hockey guy. I mean, but, I'm hockey, but I mostly just watch the playoffs. To be fair, fair enough. So, so our boy Jevin, Pat's fan, Left Side Heavy podcast, go check that out. Good guy. Jevin asks, "What Red Wings rookie you most excited for, uh, Raymond or Cider?" I'm assuming he's Ooh. mostly asking myself because I am the Red Wings fan. I have uh, an opinion on this, though. Go, but go ahead. I want to hear what your opinion is on this. So, Raymond needs more time. And he's not quite ready yet. He needs to kind of fill out and develop a little more playing. I'm not sure if he's either in Grand Rapids or if he's in Sweden. But, um, he's in Sweden either, right now. Either way, he needs more time to play, kind of get used to playing again at a higher level and have, you know, go to Detroit, go to some camps, have him develop there, get him – with the NHL guys in Detroit. And then once he's back, uh, give him a year or two, he'll be good. Cider is interesting because he's like on, he's like on the cusp. I think he's in Grand Rapids now and he will play. If assuming NHL is go to the Olympics, he will be one of Germany's top defensemen at that tournament. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see cider. Um, 
I, I'm going to say Sider because I don't know if you've seen any hideo, uh, videos of him hitting people. He looks like a semi-truck out there, and he's maybe, like, the size of Scott. Yeah. Like, he's just absolutely insane. Yeah. Um, Hunter, what rookie are you most excited for, Raymond or Sutter? Do you, do you, do you have one that you're looking forward to? Uh, no, I can't say I do. Fair enough. All right. Well, that, that went so well. Um, two questions from SYP creator Rav. Uh, he asked, who's better at Fortnite, Keith or Hunter? <laughs> Keith is free. Uh, you can search that up. If you look up Keith in the dictionary, F R E, uh, the man is dog water. He can't, build, <laughs> he can't edit. Uh, he can't shoot. Um, I've seen him shoot. Trust me. He shot lots of shots at girls. They all miss. Um, still, got a snap, still has a snap score of over a million and uh, can't find a girl that wants to talk to him back. Um, I mean, honestly, straight up, Keith is the the definition of dog water. Okay. He, he just, hey, hey, like, let's, the man, the man is Kwame, like the man is literally Kwame Brown level bust. Like, he is like, <laughs> like um, he's, he's mobile, but he can't really move. Like he's the big man, but he doesn't have a single post move that he can go to back to back. You know, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm done. Like to put me in the same breath as Keith is just embarrassing. Um, he's got small hands. He's got small hands. Like, yeah. I mean, he's just, uh, that's all I, that's all I can say about the man Keith. Uh, so Ravisher also asked, ask him if he's dog water. Keith uh, so, is dog water. So <laughs> that's what we're, that's what we're getting at. So that's, that, that solves that one. So, that's uh, that one right and, there. and apparently again, Keith lives in my head rent free. Like, I don't know. I mean, I would, uh, Keith, I think lives in zero, zero people's heads rent free. I, at this point I have so much real estate in that man's head. I could, I could build a Jeff Bezos style mansion. <laughs> I have so much real estate. I don't know what to do with it at this point. Like, should I start a farm? Like, should I grow corn? Like, what do I do with all this real estate? Bro, hey, grow some have in grow, grow, like, start a peanut farm. Huh? Start a peanut farm. You'll really appreciate it. I probably could. Honestly, he's probably should. See, well, this, I mean, I that's could, the, here's the thing i could start a peanut farm in the center of keith in the center of all the real estate i have in his head and it would be i'd have so much space in there that i could i literally could because it wouldn't touch his skin it'd be so far away from where his skull is that's how <laughs> real estate i own up there um honestly like i don't i don't know what to tell you see, I see, really th- in that man's head but that's a much different approach than what i have when it comes to it because i I, I don't know if people know. I really just don't give a shit. Like, I really just don't care. Like, there's literally, like, I don't know, six, seven people that I really care about. Uh, no, I'm just joking with that. But, uh, like, that, like, what? No. Tell us, I, I, tell us how you really feel. Yeah. yeah no, honestly, it's like, it's honestly not Keith who is, like, living rent free. You know what lives rent free in my head? Super Bowl 49. That lives in my head rent free. <laughs> yeah okay like uh, like there's like there's like a thousand other things a million other things outside of keep oh but, i i know that i live rent free in keep said because i have i know i've i've said some things i've roasted them i've done some things and later that day he will text me man i can't believe you did that i'm still i'm i'm still thinking about that and it's the moment is long past so i know i take up space in there trust but i i ain't thinking of keep on weekends good He's, to know okay Speaking of Super Bowls, though, what did you think of this Super Bowl? I thought it was all right. I mean, 
Like, Patrick Mahomes obviously was not the reason the Chiefs lost. Yeah. Um, Tom Brady is one of the best to ever do it. I mean, I don't like, here's the thing. I don't like the GOAT conversation because it's a weird discussion. Like, in there, there's, there's no way. Pardon me? In football or in general? In general. Like, because in general, like, I can't equate seven Super Bowls with, like, the 50 Grand Slam or whatever, like, however many ti- Grand Slam titles that Serena Williams has. Oh, like, no, I'm, I can't... Talking per, I'm talking per sport GOATs. For football, you have to put Brady up there. Like yeah, it's, I'll, put him it's, I'll put him up there. It's probably Brady and then probably Montana. Yeah. Um, I mean, you'll you'll never convince me that Tom Brady is better than Peyton Manning, but the like <laughs> the same way that I will never convince my dad that Tom Brady and Peyton Manning are both better than Dan Marino. Like that's just the way it is. But and and yeah, no, that and that, that it's actually like a really good conversation because the Marino conversation, like everything i hear from the experts like oh if dan marino played in today's nfl like look at like he would be putting up five six thousand yards where where i mean the the thing with manning though i i kind of like have him lower than brady is because of super bowls my team has played against them and and i mean mean, yeah okay fair enough and then the other thing I should mention with Manning, he was below average when he won his last Super Bowl. Yes. It's not very good. He he could not throw a ball more than like 15 yards in but, his last Super Bowl. Okay. I, I'll give him that. But also Brady had the best coach of all time. And I think that Tom – I'm not calling Tom Brady a system quarterback by any means, but he was in a phenomenal system. Whereas Peyton Manning – he was his own system just because of his football IQ. Um, Like he literally could be dropped into any team and he's calling plays. He's making these audibles off the bat. Like he knows the whole system. He knows every defense. I I will also say the goat um, put him up there along with all his MVPs. Um, I think he's five MVPs, quite a few. Can I I just also, can I just say like, so Drew Brees is on the verge of retiring as we record this late right right now. He's on the verge of retirement. What are your thoughts on Brees? Because he was, in my mind, never the best player in the league at any point. Like always like the number three or four quarter. I mean, maybe when he won the Super Bowl, he was the best quarterback, but never like, I never thought of him as like better than Brees or never, never better than Brady, never better than Manning. Not very often better than Rodgers. Yeah. Um, that's a, I've never thought about it that way. I've always thought, I mean, he's a great quarterback. He's been a great quarterback since he got in the league pretty much. Like he's been putting up great numbers. Uh, yeah, I, I would honestly agree with that. I've never really heard that take before that he's never been a number, the number one player in the league. Um, and, he, and he's been like, here's the thing. My 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 issue just we're going we're getting off topic here. But my issue with Drew Brees just is that when we like twenty years from now, when all these guys are retired and everything's all in the record books, and we're all going to see Drew Brees who puts up like you know a bajillion yards and a bajillion touchdown and won all these games, only has the one Super Bowl. 
same as Rogers right now, but I'm just saying, like Breeze is like, ah, oh, you know, that's Drew Breeze though. He, you know, maybe he was the goat. And it's like, no, Drew yeah. Breeze was Drew Breeze was never the goat. Drew Breeze was never the best player in the league at one point, outside of maybe when he won a Super Bowl. Like, sorry, I'm just that's my uh, Drew Breeze. Take. No, that's 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 a good take, and I think with all the like when it's all said and done in the record books, nobody's not very many people are going to be making the point for Drew Breeze goat. Um, with I mean nowadays there's so much film but even like because they'll see him in the record books and they'll be like oh look he has all these things but it's not like like people know uh and can look up like all the other quarterbacks that won games and all these other things um but I'm not holding the one Super Bowl against him I'm not holding the one Super Bowl against Rodgers either because all these people all these analysts say oh if Dan Marino was in today's league I mean he only won two Super Bowls Marino so, didn't win any. Didn't he? I thought he. No, he never won any. Oh, he didn't he, win anything. Then. He, he only he he went oh. to one Super Bowl against the Niners, and that was it. Oh yeah, so I mean, you're probably and, and, and the, again, he was in a time with like Montana and Elway and oh, Bradshaw. I don't know, Bradshaw. No, after Bradshaw, but like all those kind of guys like it's the same sort of debate just our generation is what we're having right. here between like marino elway and all those guys yeah okay so i mean a lot of people call him the best that player they've ever seen play football whatever you know got on the field or whatever you know can throw the ball 80 yards on a dime but i mean if he didn't win anything like that's why I don't consider Tom Brady my football coach, just because I don't value championships the same way other people do. Same reason LeBron James is my goat, but you know, that's you know, those are all those are all separate conversations. Goat conversations you can go on and on about forever. Sure. So we 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 can move on. But all right. Just one last thing while we're on the football topic. Uh this year's Super Bowl did remind me of the uh good old Broncos versus Seattle uh, Super Bowl back. Oh, then. it wasn't. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that, that bad, but there was a. No, that always, that's, that that game was worse. Felt, it always felt like, for some reason, watching this game felt the same way because obviously I was cheering for Kansas City in this game. I was cheering for the Broncos in that game, and it almost felt like, man. There, it doesn't. The, even, the Broncos didn't even get a point like until a, the end of the third quarter, and that never game. even. Yeah, but even in this game, even in this game, it never really felt like the Chiefs were in it or playing good football. It never looked like oh, the, it never was like oh yeah, there's a there's classic Chiefs. You know, there was never any big plays. It just looked the yeah. whole time like they look flustered. What are they doing? You know, it just looked like they were all over the place. Wasn't uh, bad, but it like watching the Chiefs' offense, it didn't look like the Chiefs' offense you had seen. Same with that season; it was Broncos were the number one offense in this league. Um, Seattle happened to be the number one defense in the league, and it just looked like this isn't the Broncos' offense that I've watched all season. Same with watching this game; it's like this isn't the Chiefs' offense I've been watching all season. You know? No, but the Chiefs. No, no, but Mahomes and the Chiefs' offense was better in in this this Super Bowl than the. Broncos. Oh yeah, yeah, it was. Like, it like, was better, but it still didn't. It didn't look. Right I get. I, I was gonna say I get what you're coming from, but it was not nearly that close. No, it was like that. Was, that's an exaggerated version yes. of what this Super Bowl was. So we also have two two more mailbag questions. By the way, we're right. on a mailbag still. Um, Scott Newell. I don't know if you know Scott Newell. Uh, Scott, Newell Scott Newell asks: Has he ever put a lightsaber in his butt? And if not, 
does he want to? Okay, <laughs> this, uh, I mean, we don't have Scott here for clarification. I wish we did. Yes. Can, you re- can you read it one more time? Because, I mean, the phrasing is important. Scott Newell uh, put the question in our IG sticker. He said, right. has he ever put a lightsaber in his butt? And if not, does he want to? Right. Okay. So let me break down this question. When he says, has he ever put a lightsaber in his butt? What I'm hearing is, have I put a lightsaber in my own butt? And to answer that question, I will answer it firmly with a no. Um, okay. Thankfully. Um, if he worded it maybe a little differently, um, you know, we could be in a different place. But he worded it, has he ever put one in his butt? In Referring, this is me alone, Wednesday night, bottle of lube in hand, lightsaber in other hand, by myself, full solo male style. Um, <laughs> so that's what he's inferring. I'm going to say no. I, I think you forgot to say Han Solo male style. Yeah, yeah Han Solo male style. <laughs> um, uh, and does he want to? I do not want to put one in myself. But if a cute goth girl listening or a you know cute sri lankan boy is listening um i think it could be a pretty poggers moment um so i'm open to all ideas it's definitely not pg-13 but yeah that's that's fine i mean scott's question wasn't exactly this is this is the exclusive syp con this isn't going on this this part's going this part's going on the only fans um Um, (laughs) The SYP OnlyFans, you heard it here first, folks. Uh, subscribe through the Instagram, check the Twitter, uh, SYP OnlyFans. It's literally just Hunter with lightsabers. Um, yeah. Finally, uh, this is another hockey question from my friend Scott uh, in the States. Uh, just got offered this trade, Matthew Kachuk and Evgeny Malkin for Panarin and Seth Jones. Should I do it? Scott, should he do it? No, especially with Panarin going to Russia to figure out his uh, legal issues. and Yeah, that's a really fun situation with our Tammy Panarin, isn't it? That's a great Um, But based on the fact that Scott from the United States is Ian's good buddy, and Ian would probably shoot him if he traded Kachuk off his team, uh, don't do it. Is it, because he's from the, is, he becoming, is it because he's from the States that you suggest that I might shoot him with guns? Oh, no. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying because you love simp, hardcore simp for Mac and Chuck, and you yeah. love guys. So, yeah. Plus, Malkin's a pretty good piece, too. I also simp for Matthew's brother, Brady, who had two goals in a fight tonight against the Montreal Canadiens. So. And a tip tooth, by the way. There Any you lightsabers you would simp for, Ian? <sighs> like a lightsaber color? Or size. Width. <laughs> diameter, maybe circumference you know i don't usually get volume i don't usually get into those specifics i've never been a uh that kind of math guy um there is a special place in my heart for anybody with a purple lightsaber though i'll just throw that out there um that's the end of the mailbag that's all i got hey um before we head out, Hunter, any final thoughts, takeaways, or things you want to just get off your chest while you can, while you're on the pod? Oh, um, I'm sorry I have to do this as a paid ad, but if you are not uh, currently installing Honey on your web browser, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, that's actually not what I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> no, you actually, 
you, you need to do the uh, buble ad. Oh, uh, ad for uh, buble soda. If you're listening, you probably can't see this, but you will be able to hear this. Hear that? That's the satisfying sound of buble sodas. Um, no, I actually do have a minute while we're here to talk about a new form of social media that I have, you know, found a newfound love for. And it's honestly, I found it through TikTok. It's a great app you can download on Samsung, Apple. You can follow friends and they can follow you back. Um, it's called uh, Poop Tracker. Um, I'm full serious about this. I have had it for a couple of days and it's been life-changing. Uh, you can, every time you take a poop, you just hit a little button and a screen pops up. You can rate your poop out of five stars. Um, you can add little comments. Um, and this isn't serious, is it? This, is this, a, this is a real thing. This is a real thing. I have it downloaded. I have two friends on it. Currently, I won't disclose their names. Um, if you know me, by the way, feel free to ask about this. If And you're listening in, feel free to ask. Even if you aren't listening, feel free to ask any questions. I will happily answer. Um, I have four poops. You guys can see on the screen here. Four poops. I have four poops, two followers. Or no, one follower I'm following, two people. 14 poops per week. Yeah, it it tracks your poops per week, poops per month. Um, It shows you on a map where all your poops are. Um, Here, this was a poop earlier today. You can look. uh, There's the location. That would be my house. And here's here's the rating. Here's I I wrote up. uh, great post gym poop, solid logs, uh, got fully naked during it because I was showering right after five stars. <laughs> um, so are you, are I, you, I, really a, I, I, I would, I'm telling you this right now. I would rather blow up on poop tracker than I would TikTok. I would love to be poop famous. No, but I was going to ask, are you, are you a, are you a pre-shower pooper? Or are you a post-shower pooper? Oh, pre-shower. Pretty. Come on, that's obvious. Oh, come on. If you shower and then poop, the wipes are you're getting toilet paper stuck. You there's there's friction. Like you need are you gonna dry oh, the crack right before you're about to pre is the way to go. Yeah, I think pre oh, is definitely definitely the move. That's without I was gonna say that I was gonna say I don't think there's a debate for pre or post uh shower poops. I just wanted to ask just for okay. the sake of asking. I don't think there's any debate. I just wanted to ask that okay, question. Okay, okay, okay. But yeah, no, this is this is an app. I downloaded it. I got a couple friends to download it as well. Um is one of those friends Keith. No, I told him about it today. I told him to download it. Um he has not yet uh you know. Uh, for anyone listening, uh, you can search up my username. I was kind of hesitant, you know, to put it out there. But, hey, I, I, I have full control. It's my privacy settings. I can, you know, I can do what I want. But my username is uh, the browned mound found downed. Right? <laughs> because I am going to be dropping browned mounds all over town. Um, anyway. Yeah. You got, a fav- you got a favorite spot to poop at UBCO? Uh, well, my apartment is a good spot. Um, that's where I've been. Are you on campus or are you like in like academy? I am academy. Okay. I'm going to, I was going to say, I was going to say, um, one of my favorite, but there actually, that actually brings up a great point. And I want to get into this as quickly as I can, uh, just while we're on the topic of poops and good places to poop, uh, on campus, because there was a Facebook list that I saw when I was in first year of the best places to poop on campus. 
And that was actually a life-changing thing. Like there are certain bathrooms that are full-size bathrooms with one toilet, one sink, you can lock the door. And then, and these are ones on like second and third floors of the buildings that like you don't really go to. And like se- se- is second floor arts is one of them. It's gotta be. Second floor. I was gonna well, I was gonna say one of my one of my favorite pooping spots at UBCO is I think it's on the west side of the campus, like where the parking lot is. And there's like the art one of the arts building near there. And um it's like a few good bathrooms in there. Uh, yeah, there I mean the one the my favorite one is you know, Scott, you know the bridge that has like the or the uh one building, I always forget the name. I think it's arts and science. There's the staircase that goes to the middle and above it there's like the Yeah, ASC, yeah, yeah, yeah. ASC, yeah. If you as soon as you get to the top of the stairs, take a right and go through the glass doors and oh, keep going through. So those good. ones great well, those are like the best one and they're close to residence too. Close to residence, large, large bathroom. I mean that, and then I think there was another one in Fifty, Fifty Third Floor. I believe was another high-rated one. There's a lot of solo bath rooms in EME as well, but this list uh, just more discriminated against EME. Um, I don't know why. It just said that there was no EME bathrooms on the list because they never go in EME because they weren't in. The person that made the list never went in EME. I have my own private list that I keep. I keep close to me. Uh, what's the what's the new building that you guys just built by like your your uh by the well or whatever what's the building like across Uh, the road commons commons it's called yeah yeah what is it commons co-commons yes underwhelming washrooms the last time i remember in a commons building very underwhelming and confusing as hell if i'm very true very true i've only been to your kids on the first floor right there is on the left is the men's and on the right is the women's same exact spot one floor up the men's is on one side and the women's is on the other it's yes it's yes and if you weren't paying attention it is very easy to rock walk into the wrong bathroom absolutely and it's like why i like i I don't get why they switched it like are they trying to you know i i just thought it was very very underwhelming and i've only been to your campus like two or three times now i uh, and for for a new building they should have better quality bathrooms very underwhelming actually the zeroth floor does have a good bathroom the bottom bottom floor i believe true oh when you go all the way down the stairs and like i think i think there's even a shower in there Yes, there is. That's for emergencies, so it's not really supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, it's, it's an emergency shower. Emergencies, but- like when I have to shit myself on a hike. That, right, right, right. That, that, that actually happened, by the way. When I'm in shit. the mood for a waffle stomp, if you know what yeah. I mean. <laughs> when, when I can't quite make it home, so I have to do it in the park. Huh? That's yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. a joke. Um, anyways, that's the podcast. That uh Hunter, thank you very much for joining us. Glad you could uh, glad you could come on and we could talk about pooping in Kelowna. Yeah, yeah, that was a great topic. Pooping in Kelowna, uh, TikTok, uh, yeah, all the fun things we talked about. Honestly, it's been uh, been great. Thanks for having me so much. Uh, yeah, a lot of fun. Thank you, thank you, Scott, for taking the time out of your night to be a part of this conversation. Uh, glad you could make it. Great, um, Hunter. Do you have anything you want to plug besides poop track or anything else you want you want to let people know about? Oh yeah, uh, no, just follow right. the poop tracker. All right, that's, that's fine. Yeah, um, if you find the TikTok. You're welcome to. Uh, you're welcome to following it, but I don't want to plug it. All right, that's I, fair. A butthole with the that, lightsaber. That's that's totally fair. Um, because obviously we're on Instagram at Speak 
URPs. You can follow us there. Um, I basically be doing a bunch of my own podcasts and my own shows on other sports. Uh, you can go check that out. That's the Ian McNaughton show. Yeah. I named a podcast, a podcast after myself. I'm not cool. Um, we're on, we're getting started on Twitch. That's going to happen after the semester. I'm going to start gaming some more. We're going to do some Fortnite stuff. We might have some streaming tournaments. Uh, fuck, what else? Obviously like, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, we got hoodies. I really need to write this down. I don't know why I haven't done it. Hoodies, pre-order your hoodies. Scott, anything else I'm missing? Oh, website. I want to mention website. I did a blog on Jack, Jack Eichel this weekend. Check out the website. Scott, am I missing anything else? Nope. Sounds, sounds good to me. It's, uh, All right. it's a good pod. That was a really good pod, actually. Really great pod. All right. Thank you very much, everybody, for, listen- for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back again soon. Peace out. And keeps dog water.